0: man cave a sanctuary a sacred place a place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about a place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams a place where everyone is welcome grab a seat and a beverage this is the man cave podcast with dan casper hey what's going on everybody this is dan casper for another episode of the man cave podcast appreciate you all tuning in and uh checking out the podcast if this is your first time to the man cave thanks for stopping by hopefully uh, hopefully you'll be a regular repeat uh visitor to the to the podcast for all of you regulars out there appreciate you still sticking with us reminder as always if you're not subscribing or following the podcast all depends on uh uh, what platform you listen, in, right? But uh, don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you're not Spotify, Google, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, you name it, we're uh, we're all over the place. And uh, don't forget to rate, review it, leave it a positive review so other people can find it too. And don't forget to tell a friend. Let's get these. Uh, so let's continue to rise. We didn't win one of those Weebly Webly Awards, whatever the hell they're called for. Uh, for for podcasts next year's goal though right next year's goal for that baby uh hopefully y'all had a fantastic uh holiday week i know we didn't have a any episodes last week because of the thanksgiving holiday and uh you know we're here in uh, good old scotty so it's hunting season and uh, i got blanked in case anybody's wondering blanked on my hunting season nobody's feeling sorry for me though so there you go but uh now Holidays over with Thanksgiving's over with getting ready for Christmas. My favorite holiday. Booyah! yeah. But uh hey, we got plenty to catch up on though. We're actually doing new thing now. We're actually doing um full time this this podcast from my own man cave now. I know I've I've done episodes where we've recorded the man cave podcast from my actual man cave but it's never been consistent it's either been in the man cave or at the studio or a lot of times or i should say a lot of times a couple times they've actually been in my truck driving and just using the phone to record them because sometimes that's the that's the only time that i actually have with my busy schedule but new thing now gotta add a little more flavor to it gotta be in the uh holiness of man caves if you will We're going to do every single podcast from the man cave. I've actually kind of done some remodeling. We used to, or I should say, I used to have uh, an office, I called it. It was a small room off of the man cave. It used to be like a really small bedroom. Whoever used to have that bedroom, I feel sorry for them, although it is kind of the size of the bedroom I had one year in college where uh, the length of it fit my bed. I was able to get a desk in there. And... A little like stand with the TV on there, and that was it. That's pretty much what that room was. But I had it as an office, called it an office. There was a desk and had recording stuff in there and all that. Now we're getting rid of that. That's the kid's place now too, for extra toys in his office, as he's calling it. And I really wanted to focus just on the man cave part. So we got like a bar area here. That's going to be the recording spot here. So if you hear like uh, something kick in, that was the new fridge. Now that kicked in the new sweet Packer fridge, our soon-to-be Packer fridge, I should say. Green and gold fridge right there. So hear little noises. It sounds a little bit different because we're actually doing it from the bar of my man cave going forward. So maybe once in a while, we'll, maybe, maybe once everything's completed, we'll get uh, some videos out or do a video cast one of these days or uh, pics or, or whatever have you. So let's dive into it. we got a few things to chat about here on this episode and plus an announcement slash i need your help possibly hopefully maybe if anybody's gonna be willing to help out or interested in that kind of save that towards the uh uh, towards the end though so but you know just kind of recapping some of the things that uh, happened i think that obviously the big news out there right now right is uh college football and And Brian Kelly and Riley going from big programs to to other programs. Riley going from Oklahoma to to USC. Kelly going from Notre Dame to to LSU. And it's been met met with a lot of mixed reactions, thoughts, all that sort of stuff. Um, You know, whether it was like lateral moves or was it better moves or anything like that. Let's just get this out of the way. A big factor in all this was money. And anybody kind of criticizing that fact, a lot of you, if not the majority of you, would probably be doing the same thing that Riley and Kelly did. I'm sorry, but it's a fact. Unless, you know, you like graduate from that university or you were a part of that university throughout your whole life, and sometimes that doesn't even matter. Money was the big thing. A lot of us would still do the same thing. You, You get an opportunity to go to a different job. That was going to pay you a boatload more and have some sweet, sweet incentives. The majority of us would be doing the same thing. That's that's the number one thing, and I think part of it is the ability maybe to have a better chance to win a national championship, which is still kind of hard for me a little bit to say. But I guess the the moat. More, do you think about it? USC, and if you want to say he's trying to go an easier route, you can, I guess. But USC, compared to Oklahoma, you know Oklahoma is a premier program. Just was just outside the the college football playoff this year. Always a powerhouse there, but they do play in a tougher conference. USC, that's up for the taking. Think if Lincoln and Riley can get USC back to its glory. You know, he's going to be able to have a, a kind of a, a crop of recruits, if you will, the West Coast crops. He's going to have a big advantage of that. You know, the, his big competition out there for recruiting is going to be, what, Oregon, UCLA, and such, whereas Oklahoma, I mean, you've got OK State. You've got even, you know, Texas is still trying to crawl back into it. You've got uh, Alabama, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera. So he's got an advantage that way. And, you know, LSU, where, where Kelly's going now, and in Kelly's instance, You know, not only with the money, and Notre Dame's always up there, and heck, Notre Dame might even be in the top four this year, but what was always kind of the knock on Notre Dame as soon as they get to the top four, it's like they flame out. You know, it's like, oh, oh, great, another year of uh, Notre Dame not living up to what their regular season records were. I think a lot of it, though, has to do with, let's face it, the admission rates. You know, not saying LSU lets anybody in, but it's easier. It's easier to, to go after a higher... Rated recruits and, and, and that sort of thing. Not saying you can't win at Notre Dame. I think you can. But when you factor in everything, it's not just one thing. I think it's a couple, a few big things that that these coaches are, are moving on from. And I do wonder, too, about, you know, I know NIL is uh, in, in, in transfer portals. You know, it's supposed to help even things out. But at the same time, I firmly believe, like, if you got a chance to – you know go to California where there might be some more opportunities to cash in you know on your likeness or endorsements or, or whatever have you that's uh that's a pretty you know eye appealing thing for a young kid a you know, young you know 18 19 year old as opposed to maybe that you know Oklahoma you know if if you try to go to Oklahoma you big time program in that but if you got to got to recruit try to recruit these kids And a part of it now, let's face it, that's the college game now. A part of it now is recruiting recruiting kids and and factoring in the NIL and factoring in transfer portals. But if you're a kid and you have a chance to go to Oklahoma or or California and part of that is the NIL, well, California is a little bit more attractive than Oklahoma. You know, maybe the same thing with Notre Dame as opposed to like LSU. I think that's a factor in all that stuff. I really do. That that's that's my belief and You know, transfer portals are a part of the game, too. You know, if you're a kid in the transfer portal, you might want to be, hey, USC, they are back on the rise now. I'll go play football out there. So, you know, I know it was met with mixed reactions. I'm sure anybody, you know, close to to the Notre Dame and Oklahoma programs uh, were a little bit more upset about that. And, you know, maybe even some other peeps out there were saying, well, is that even like a, you know, did they even – go to better jobs or were they just lateral moves you know if money's the number one thing and they got some big pay raises they got some big time pay raises they may not say it's everything but come on <laughs> cash don't lie cash don't lie and uh not a lot of us too would probably do the same thing if we got uh, job offers for more moolah more moolah out there but I don't know what's going to, you know, if there's going to be any more big ones. I mean, what's, what's the big openings now? Notre Dame's going to be promoting their defensive coordinator. And, you know, I don't know what Oklahoma will do. I think it is funny that, you know, college football in some programs, when when, it, when a coach leaves, hey, you'll just bring back one of their uh, all-time greats to coach the bowl game. Wisconsin did a couple times with uh, Barry Alvarez, who was already with the program as their athletic director. But, you know, instead of bringing in an assistant coach and just having him fill in, yeah, let's bring in Barry. You know, it does help the assistants, too, where, you know, maybe they can just focus on what they've been doing all season. But maybe one of those assistants would like a shot to kind of prove their worth to the team. You know, now Oklahoma's doing it with Bob Stoops. So, um, you know, you still got uh, the U Miami out there open now. you got Oklahoma uh, open now. So, I don't know what kind of a... Names or type of uh, player or coaches that they're going to be able to attract over there, but no, we'll, we'll see. I, I could not tell you who who I think. I, I, you know, for some of these coaches that now made the jump to the NFL, like a Matt Rule, uh, I don't know if he's like, and he's get he got a huge contract from Carolina. I mean, when the Panthers signed him or hired him, it was like, holy crap, was it eight nine million a year, something like that. Now it's like, hey. Maybe I go back to the college game and uh, cash in a little bit more here. You know, I don't think Kl- K- Kingsbury's name was thrown out there right away. I mean, if if Arizona was struggling, maybe. But the dude's got the number one team in the NFL right now in a freaking loaded division. Cliff Kingsbury ain't going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. So, um, but I do wonder: Does uh, you know maybe some of those college coaches who initially did make the jump? And maybe struggling a little bit in the NFL world. Do they go back to the college world and maybe even make a little bit more money? I don't know. Something to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, All right. We got to pause here for some uh, quick uh, sponsorship notes and all that stuff out there. But I'm going to talk a little bit about, speaking of the NFL, the top three right now. There's three teams, in my opinion, that their arrow is trending upward big time and playing some good ball at the right moment. We'll talk about that coming up after these quick words. Are you looking for a new home? Or are you looking to maybe sell your home and, and upgrade to a new dream home? Or perhaps you're looking for some land for that nice getaway. Some property to, to put up a cabin or or do a little hunting. Whatever the case may be, you can find it all in one spot. That's Woods and Water Realty. I've used Woods and Water Realty for purchasing and selling homes before, and I gotta tell you, I love the customer service from their realtors over there. They're with you through every step of the process. Because selling and buying a home, while you have never done it before, it can be kind of stressful. So it's good to know that your realtors are there working with you every single step of the way, helping you out, making everything go smooth. And that's what exactly what you get with Woods and Water Realty. So if you're thinking about, ah, maybe we should sell and and an upgrade, maybe get a little bit bigger house because maybe uh, your family's expecting a little bit or expanding a little bit. Or maybe you're looking for that vacation getaway, looking at some land and, and possibly building on. Woods and Water Realty can help you out in every single facet when it comes to the real estate industry. Just visit their website, woodsandwater.com, right now to check out their listings and to find out any more information. So we're about uh, close to entering the final fourth quarter of the the NFL season here. team's entering uh, this weekend. Was there six weeks left? Yeah, six weeks left. My math tells me I could be completely wrong. I, I Me and math are just we don't get along here. But uh, yeah, because Green Bay's yeah nine and three, nine and three, right? Yeah, nine and three after their big win against uh, the the Rams this past weekend. Um, to me, there are currently. I'm gonna go with three teams. Who uh, I think their arrow is trending, and like this is the point in time. Once you get into December, this is when you really want to start playing your good ball, right? You want to be starting to play some darn good football, getting that momentum as you get into the postseason. This is where you know you want to see teams kind of like already get a little hot, get into get into the postseason, finish the regular season strong, get into the postseason there. And they could be the dangerous teams, you know. Some, some teams, it might be the whole month of December. Some might just go on a little bit of a run there towards the end, and they carry that into the postseason. But uh, for for me right now, I've got you know when I, when I was thinking about this, there was uh, there was three teams that instantly came to came to my mind that you know entering December. Now that we are in December here. I think are are actually, you know, I might go four. I'm going to expand it to four. Um, But there's four teams that, to me right now, their arrows are trending upward big time and I think are the biggest, uh, I'd I'd say biggest threats to the postseason, best chance uh, to go to the Super Bowl. And it's two from the NFC and I've got two from the AFC. And the AFC, we'll start with there. Uh, it's, It's the Patriots, I mean... For the love of Mary, can can six game winning streak right now? It seems like they're getting better. Mac Jones seems like he's getting better every every week. And I know this isn't like this isn't like what somebody you know a lot of fans were like. Hey, maybe we could get a few years off of the Patriot dynasty and, and Belichick and all that sort of stuff. Now it's like, oh crap, they're back. You know and. Well, they sure look like it. They're back in first place in their own division over the Bills who are struggling right now. Bills 7-4, Patriots 8-4, and, and, well, big weekend between these two teams here. But, you know, six in a row. You look at the numbers the Patriots are doing, points force. They're putting up 336 points force. That's 336 points. Um, They're only allowing 190. That's pretty darn good right there. Patriots, you know, even with uh, with their 8-4 record, all four losses have, have come ho- at, at home. Yeah. They've played seven games at home right now. So they're going to be on the road quite a bit here, which normally it's like, oof, you know, finishing off there. But they're playing better on the road. So right now, Patriots getting a lot of confidence, getting hot right now. Uh, the other one, Chiefs, after starting off just absolutely awful, they're starting to figure it out here. Their defense is playing better. And, you know, you still got Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, the, the rest of the division with with the Chiefs, this is, I'm looking at you Chargers. I'm looking at you Raiders and Broncos. I mean, this is still, this division is still up for grabs. Chiefs 7-4, and four, uh, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos 6-5. and five. But you had the Chiefs at the bottom of your division. One of you couldn't take advantage of that. And one of yous couldn't, you know, Try to run away with that and, and just keep the Giant down. Now you got the Chiefs back up there in first place in their own division. So I, I've got those, those are my two AFC teams that I think their arrows are trending Whoop, upward right now. Now, before anybody says Ravens are 8 3. Yeah, they are, but they're not that. Con- they, they've been a little, I'm, I'm a little. Concerned about the consistency the last couple weeks we, we, we've seen from the Ravens. I mean, that was an awful game against the Browns, even though that they won. You just I don't know what to expect from the Ravens now week in and week out. And the Bengals, uh, they're on a two-game winning streak right now. They've been playing better. They're at 7-4, but they were at that stretch where it's like, Ooh, but they're a Bengals team. This is a Bengals team where, where they're heading into December. If they could play like they did those last couple weeks, then they're back in that conversation. Titans, I think, right now riding that two-game losing streak. I don't know. They they missed Derrick Henry. If the Colts would have won against Tampa, they might have been somebody I, I would have kind of put in that conversation, but they collapsed there. The NFC, um, Cowboys are trending downward right now. I hate to say it, but they are. Um, you know, Buccaneers, I know, are eight and three. They had the come from behind victory. They're five and zero oh at home at home, but you know, they just they went on that two game losing streak there, too so i i don't have the buccaneers but they're just on the outside looking in so that leads me to just two teams here and i'm going to go with and i know everybody's like the 49ers right now and yet they're getting there they're getting there they've won 3 in a row i understand that but they you know they're sitting at 6 and 5 right now if the playoffs started today i understand they'd be in it and everybody's like ooh watch out for the 49ers they're coming i need to see it for another week or two so cardinals with their injuries, with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, again, kind of like with with what the with uh, the AFC West didn't do when the when the Chiefs were down, the AFC West couldn't take advantage of that. Cardinals are at nine and two, and they had games missed by DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, their two best offensive players, and they they still went nine and two. So, and and they just had this bye week here. They're going to get Kyler back now. And the Rams, after making those moves, they've lost three in a row. They couldn't take advantage of that. So you got to, you know, with the fact that the Cardinals still getting it done, you know, without some of their big players, including J.J. Watt, who's been, you know, gone for, what, a few games now? Now there's talk that he could be back by the postseason. So I got them. And then I've got Green Bay. I, to, to me, you, you want to talk about injuries. This is a team that has been grinding it out, winning in different ways. And I think we still have not seen green bay's best game that that win against the rams that was probably their closest to their most complete game but still it wasn't it wasn't 100% clean and 100% great right they're grinding out they're winning these close games they're getting contributions from dudes like Rasul douglas and Devondre campbell two guys that nobody no no team wanted those guys you know on their active roster let alone starting significant playing time green bay's getting a lot of confidence and they're going to start to get healthy this bye week's at a perfect time for for the green and gold so those are you know if we did like a little stock report if you will those are the four teams that uh, i think right now heading into december now that the calendar's flipped we're in the final month of the regular season i know some games leak into january here another week a couple weeks here but Heading into December football when you want to start to turn it on and you want to start to play some really good ball and start to gain some momentum when you get into the postseason. Those are the four teams right now that I think are trending in that direction. Excuse me. Trending in that direction, trending upwards right there. All right. Another quick break. Then we're going to talk some baseball. We're in a lockout. And then right after that, I need your help. Stick around. Quick break. My favorite beverage in the world is iced tea i could drink iced tea every single day and in fact I'm pretty sure i do drink iced tea every single day and that's why i love twisted tea so much you know i know it's getting a little bit colder out there and you know i really love twisted tea on those hot summer days tailgating or anything like that but it's still in the man cave fridge still go to it whatever the flavor is a half and half the full-on original got a little raspberry flavor in there too That's still my go-to beverage right there, Twisted Tea. Even with the temperatures getting a little bit colder, still tailgate. It's still Wisconsin. I go and grab a Twisted Tea right there. Check out all the flavors yourself and load up that fridge in your man cave with some Twisted Tea. So Major League Baseball is in a lockout. First uh, work stoppage in 26 years. What's this, 94, somewhere around there? So... Uh, my guess, I guess is anybody that surprised? Yeah, I'm not that surprised. I figured this was where it was going. I mean, these two groups, the Major League Baseball and, and the Players Association, I mean, I think we kind of knew about it, or at least knew that this was the direction it was going to be heading. So I'm not that surprised. I'm not, you know, now it's everything's kind of at a standstill. We saw a lot of teams. Uh, trying to make some moves and getting some moves done before the lockout, getting those players under contract and and free agency. You know, Scherzer and such signing that big deal with the Mets. Mets making some moves with Scherzer, Escobar, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm I'm not that surprised. I don't know of a lot of people who are surprised that it got to this point. I mean, just look at the last couple of years and such. I mean, these two – the NFL – and their players' association, I think, get a little bit more attention in terms of the tension between the two at times. But, you know, a couple years ago they were up for a CBA, and they got her done quick. I think a lot quicker than what people expected when you think about 2010, 2011. 2011, when, you know, it was getting close. You know, a couple years ago, they got her done. I know it was a close vote between, like, it it was kind of separated by the veterans and the the younger players there, but they got her done. But anytime that there's something going on, you know, there's a little bit more attention to that. Baseball, these these two sides don't seem like they get along at all, or at least they haven't in the last couple of years here. And you got back and forth going on, what was a couple years ago, there was collusion between the owners to try to draw down salaries. And now you got baseball issues, two different baseballs used, pitchers using substances. I mean, good Lord. And even like during the COVID season they couldn't agree they couldn't come to an agreement to get back on the dang field to go play games I don't know if they're going to get to a situation where they're going to get it done agree to uh, an agreement before the season starts so they can start the season on time but yeah you know, I know major league baseball already released a letter now it's just going to be a PR move it's going to be a public relations move on each side each side is going to release a letter they're going to make their case to the public they're going to try to put pressure on the other sides through the public you know pu- peer pressure public pressure that sort of thing the nfl and the nfl players association did it in 2011 you had fans going back and forth to taking sides fans were with the owners fans were with the players you're gonna get the same thing now here for major league baseball with that letter you know rob manfred making his case why you know major league baseball is the good people the owners are the good people here because this is what they were doing and and the the, the the proposals that the, the player association's coming through is is going to hurt smaller market teams and these owners are looking out for the little owners you know so they're they're going to have everybody's side there that's why you should join this, the owner sides and then whenever the NFLPA comes out with a letter or statement they're going to make their case and no nope, no nope, you know the fans are going to be jumping sides back and forth and we really don't know what the true uh, ordeal is going on but it's going to get annoying it's going to get flipping annoying Uh, For the last or for the next couple of months here. So I I don't know, but at least, you know, on on the perception of how everything's been going on right now and meetings lasting like seven minutes, couple minutes here, there, it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. You know, part of me does kind of wonder, did both sides know it was going to happen so they didn't put a whole lot of you know effort in these meetings right away because maybe the Players Association knew that the owners were going to lock them out anyway, so they weren't going to make much of an effort. Who knows? It's all strategy, strategery, uh, as, as some people like to say out there. But eh, we're in a lockout. Can't do anything right now. Players can't sign contracts, all that stuff so it might be you know your baseball hot stove season was here and gone like that it'll pick up as soon as the lockout's over with but the only updates you'll hear is negotiations and sides mad at each other and bickering at each other through the uh through the press and and through the media and that sort of thing so uh those were kind of the, just the the main topics for the uh for the podcast for, for this week's podcast a couple of notes here no actually i do got no i'm gonna save i'm gonna save this one for, for next week because i want to get into uh, a couple of uh news updates sort of thing with with the pot here so haven't decided yet if it's going to be this month because you know christmas is what like, three weeks away and it's like a busy time and that sort of thing so it might be at the start of the 2022 year in january we're gonna have regular uh guests on for every podcast just you know dudes girl you know people dudes gals whatever they'll be uh contributors to to the man cave pod you've seen, you've heard some of them I'm going to get a regular schedule going for those uh for those people that have been on the pod before you know they've been on a few times here or there I'm working on a regular schedule and it's just kind of crazy at the end of the year nothing is like you know been on a on a, on a straight path or nothing has actually been that that normal to begin with so i am working on getting other people so you don't just you know hear my voice all the time so if you're one of those people that have been on here and you're like dude you haven't asked me to come back on and you said you're gonna have me on a few times i'm working on i'm working on it i promise okay i promise i'm I'm working on that thing so a little more voices so you don't have to hear my annoying voice all the time so and, you know, maybe we'll get some more listens uh, on that too. Second thing. So if you listen to the radio show, and why wouldn't you, weekdays, 6, 8, to 9, a Central Standard Time on uh, the Dan Casper Radio Show, Sports Talk 105.1, 790 AM. You can check it out online at SportsTalk1051.com or download the Sports Talk app or uh, download the – or listen to um, Google and Alexa home devices. There's your little plug right there. But, uh, you know, last couple of days we were kind of talking a little throwback football And uh, throwing out uh, Johnny Blood, right? Johnny Blood played for the Packers, played a little bit for the Steelers uh, in the 30s, in in that era. And, you know, I was just kind of like going over some stuff and, you know, some of the exploits that he had on and off the field and some of his stories are legendary, like, uh, hopping trains to to get to training camp so he didn't have to pay fare, uh, going on hotel ledges, jumping train cars. I mean, it's just some ridiculous stories and they're awesome stories. And a lot of you are like, you know, kind of threw me some messages saying that, uh, you know, want to hear more or stuff like that, which is my wheelhouse. I love talking sports history. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, a couple of years ago, uh, right before it was right before COVID, the uh, the pandemic hit. I was working on a, a Curly Lambeau podcast and I actually have interviews that I did, including an interview with uh with Curly's last girlfriend and where he passed away was in her yard as he was mowing the, the lawn. So I've got, you know, I've got interviews from from people and I was gonna do like a 'cause I l lo- I one of my life goals I would love to do a documentary and I know it'll never be like a video documentary. I don't have those skills. So, I thought, okay, why not like a podcast documentary. So, I started working it. I collected these interviews. I did these interviews and then, you know, I was going to put them all together. I was going to narrate. Then the pandemic hit and everything just kind of got thrown off to the side. Well, I resurrected those those interviews. I found them and I was going to put them together and kind of um, you know, kind of redo that or bring it back if you will. And you know, with this with this Johnny Blood talk that people were were kind of getting back to me, I thought, okay, how can I do like a sports documentary podcast and incorporate it into this podcast, the Man Cave podcast? Like, so is it Man Cave Legends? Is it uh, Man Cave Documentaries? Or do I make it its separate podcast? You know what I mean? like do do I incorporate it into this man cave podcast? I think I have to because that's what man caves are right. All right. You know, we're, we're 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 telling stories and and all that sort of stuff. So what do I call that segment? That's where I I think I need your help. You know, what kind of what 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 do I name it? Something documentary. I mean, I, that that's where I I'm struggling with. I'm not that great with names when I you know, play fantasy football, I can never think of names and and all that. All that stuff. So I always like freeze up. So that's where I need your help. What do I call it? And what other player should I include? So the Lambo one's coming. Pretty sure my second one's going to be Johnny Blood because if you have not read some of the stories about him, that dude, holy moly. (laughs) He will be your favorite player probably after that. So throw me some of those. Looking for a name. And... Looking for some other uh, people to do some research on if there's other players. I'm talking like old school. You know, nothing from like the 80s or the 90s or anything like that. I'm talking like old school. And it doesn't necessarily have to be players. It could just be like a legend. Like, you know, obviously I'm I'm a Green Bay historian. Rockwood Lodge, if you don't know about that, that's got quite the story over there too. So, although that will be mostly related to, to Lambeau. But you can do a little bit more of a background thing on, on Rockwood Lodge and and all that good stuff but let me know tweet at me at d-a-n-k-a-s-p-e-r find me on facebook same page there let me know let me know i need your help i am begging you i need your help okay that's gonna do it for this episode of the man cave podcast uh we will not have another one this week because it's thursday as i'm recording this we'll get to get to one next week and maybe we'll have a name maybe we'll have a name for for that documentary history type of segment on there i don't know i need your help though All right, the rest of you, or I should say all of you, have a good rest of your week. Enjoy the games this weekend or whatever you're doing. We'll chat with you all again next week. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. But can you do me a quick favor? Can you subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast? And, you know, rate it, like if you're on iTunes or anything like that. Just make it a good rating. That way other people can find the podcast too. Hey, we're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it. We're all over. Spread the word about the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk with you later.